what got his ass now. You have to be fast on the track. I hate that guy. This race can change the rest of your life. Those absolute clowns at 15bmx.com. Go on, do my best, and whatever happens, then it's good. My bottle got stretched a little bit. And I got a tight little butt. Look, I'm about to light this shit up. Coffee chatter live. Where are you guys at? Oh, Canada! Coming out of the answer tent right now. Pop dog, millionaire! Make some noise, sorry, Nighthog. Whoa! I gotta say, we're in a fucking good spot with the intro. Like that, bring in with Grindel. We're in a really good place right now. It really brings the juice, doesn't it? It does. Like honestly, I do miss the Matthew McConaughey part, but we upgraded. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That wasn't us. Like that was hilarious. I feel like just Grindel is BMX. It is us. It's. It brings the hype. Yeah. Even when we're having a down week or, you know, BMX doesn't feel like it's going on, it just brings it up. You know, we should do, we should go, we should go and listen back to show one. Oh, no. Dude, I'm pretty sure for the intro, we just did a little like five second, you, you know, when like on the iPad, on the, on the podcast app, there's like those pre, there's like those, tra like the pre-recorded transition sounds, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I'm pretty sure we just used like a random little like tune for that for five seconds and then just had at it. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to listen to it. Like it's one of those things I'm like, scared. oh, cool. Let's look back on where we started. No, it just sounds bad. <laughs> oh, it's going to sound bad. Yeah. I remember I was at home and you were in California. We did with Joris. Yeah. I feel like you probably just held your phone to like the recording of whatever we did too, or your iPad. You played on your iPad or something. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, because we did Anthony, and then we played down, or I come from a land down under, didn't we? And then you just played it on your iPad or oh, something. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the second week when we did Anthony, it took took me like all week. I, something happened, and I couldn't fucking get it uploaded. And I was like, I had no clue what was going on. I finally, finally figured it out. Kind of random, but... It worked. I remember also too, we were having the issue for like, I don't know, a ton of shows where audio apparently was only coming out of one ear. Oh, it, no, it was like opposite. So one person would talk. If someone was listening in their car, oh, one right. person would talk, come out of the left speakers and the next person would talk and come out of the right speakers. <laughs> it wasn't balanced. <laughs> so we had no, we had no clue for like 20 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think graph what you message us or some people message us like guys it's not like if you wear headphones it's only coming out of one and then the other yeah oh that was no, bad we i just we had no clue we just turned on record and just had at it i'll be honest we've gotten to the point where it's almost we're back around to we're still janky we but we have everything so set up that it's just routine where basically don't do any editing at this point unless we really fuck up something we're pretty dialed it's pretty now. easy like i don't want to say yeah, it's like we we have a pretty good setup. I just I need to get a mic myself so my sound is a little crisper. But also just so it looks better. I think it's just a visual thing. It does. I don't like not having something. It feels very amateur. You know what we can do now? I didn't realize, but we can probably start. You know, when people put clips on Instagram, you know, funny moments, funny stuff. Like they actually have the video clip. We can do that now because we're actually going yeah, live I, on every show. I've been thinking about that for a while. Yeah, five o'clock, five p.m. March. I want to say 13th. Got it. March 13th, 2023, 5 p.m. We're live on YouTube. Thanks for people coming on YouTube. Um, we got Alfredo Campo coming on. Winning starts at the Great Gate. Alfie, fuck me as he had some good starts on Pro Gate oh, Europe. 
he has had some incredible starts. He, he's a guy that has done his own gate. He's done it his way. He doesn't follow the trend of somebody else. He's made his own gate, and it fucking works for him. Guy can light it up and absolutely pop one off. I don't know if you remember. So when we first had him on the show, like this, we had him on, I think, in 2019, yeah. the first year, I want to say. I don't know if you remember when he was explaining his gate, because you know how he shakes a lot. I'm sure people have seen him like shake a lot on the gate. He's like, I don't know if you guys, and he's like said something like, well, as you can see, I shake like a motherfucker. And it's because he's basically deaf in one ear. Yeah, I do remember that. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So his equilibrium's a little like off. I would have never, like, I had no idea until he told us. I was like, well, no shit. Now it makes sense why you have your own gate. Perfect. So, yeah, it must obviously be challenging for him to balance. Yeah, which, yeah, you put pressure on. It's going to help a lot, which also yeah. makes me kind of, like, if that, if he didn't have that, you know, deaf in one ear, would he do that? Because, and I asked that because, you know, his training partner for a while was Cole Tizar. Cole Tizar ended up having the very same gate style where he'd put a lot of pressure and it's like, well, I don't know for a fact that uh, Cole had the same issue. So is it something that they also found just worked? Like, I don't think he, if he didn't have the ear issue, he wouldn't shake. Okay. I just meant like he puts a lot of pressure. And that's kind of why I feel like he shakes. Oh. Like he's, I feel like the shakes come from put, partly putting so much pressure into the into his front pedal. Yeah, maybe compensate a little bit by putting pressure to bounce a little bit easier so your front tire doesn't slip. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Either way, yeah. though, he knows how to fucking rip one off. <laughs> yes, he does. Fuck, he's been so fast. It'll be good to catch up with Alfie. Haven't seen him in a while, and he hasn't um, hasn't gone in the last couple of races. It'll be good to see see what he's doing. Um, in other news, I'm starting my Tornado Clinic tour this Saturday at Chandler BMX in the great city of Phoenix, Arizona. So I have a morning and afternoon clinic available. The morning's completely full, but we still have some spots available in the afternoon. So if you'd like to register, contact the track directly. So contact Chandler BMX or Rachel Blackwell. We'll be working on riding technique with pumping, manualing, and jumping. And I'll be challenging the riders in different ways and really focusing on gates and proper gate form as well. So if you're interested, looking forward to seeing you in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. It's an opportunity of a lifetime, people. Get on it while it's hot. Spots are limited. I love Phoenix. That's one of my favorite cities. It is a lot of fun, isn't it? I really like that city. I spent a lot of time there when I was like first couple years of um, racing pro. I could go training there in the winter instead of San Diego. Yep. Such a cool city. I really like it. It's like, I don't think I've spent a whole lot of time there, but just from people going there, seeing the videos, I mean, it just seems like there's, I say it all the time. It seems like there's a lot of tracks there, a lot of great places to ride. I mean, middle of the desert. So I, I consider it more of a, uh, it's just like a bit, it's built nice. It's not like you get the, you know, the trees or the ocean, just like that natural landscape but there's something to it that just seems like it's a great place to be you know what i fucking love the desert landscape i have a fascination with the desert always have You're i don't know why but when i'm there i'm just like this is just the coolest landscape i've ever seen <laughs> it's so ridiculous you know, i don't know what it, it is i i don't know what it is i just think ever, ever since i was a kid i used i just think it's so cool like i'll just be driving and just looking around like wow this desert is so cool Dude, I swear I was talking to Savannah when I was down in California for that week or two. And even I was like, I said something about the desert and how Tori likes it. And she's like, I don't know how he likes the desert so much. It's this is nothing to it. And I was just laughing. I was like, I don't, I don't get know. It I, think it, I think it looks so cool. What I don't looks know cool about it? Like, it's just like dirt and like some, I don't know, some, I don't know, cactuses and whatnot and cacti out there, random bushes. Yeah. But when you get the cacti with the sage bush and the different rock formations, I just, I don't know. It looks so cool. I don't, I can't, I can't see it. Like I, I love it. I mean, I just, 
A cool cacti is pretty sick to look yeah. at. You're like, damn, that's a big cacti. It looks pretty cool. But I mean, then it's just brown everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I think it looks really cool. And it was funny when I went to stay with Connor like a few months ago in Vegas. Yeah. I said the same thing to him and he's like, he kind of like had the same weird response. Like, we think the same when we go to like Vancouver and it's just green and mountains yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's because we grew up in such an opposite climate. Maybe that's why I think I, it's cool. God, I think that's part of it. Yeah. But I also think like where we grow up in Vancouver here is when it's sunny, it's the most beautiful place on earth because of the mountains and the ocean, everything in one. For sure. And there's different places of beautiful, like Vancouver beautiful is different than like a Florida or like a San Diego beautiful. Like it's different, yeah. but it's all really cool. Yeah. Well, you're not getting the beaches like you are in either of those places. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. But anyway, I, I've always thought the desert, I know it's really badass on golf courses when you have fresh pristine green grass right on the desert landscape that does it for me that oh my is God, what does it for me erotic <laughs> <laughs> you want some just i don't know some landscape porn that's it <laughs> that's just you look out and you see fresh green grass on just rugged desert that is something somehow it looks way more green i don't understand how that's possible but it does it does yeah yeah how's um how's fire how's fire stuff going um, well, now that I've finished all my courses, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's slowed down a little bit. Um, sorry, let me move in the message here. Yeah, it's slowed down. There's not much going on now. I got to wait a little while till I do anything more with it. Cause I, uh, finished all my firefighter training, finished my hazardous materials training. So, you know, if, if you need it, if there's a hazardous materials spill, let me know and I can help identify the product and give you distances to stay away and who to call. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> I can give out safe distance warning. <laughs> I can go. I'm a. I can. I'm trained to uh, put on the right protective equipment and go turn off or try to make a dike or make some kind of I don't know dam to avoid the hazard. <laughs> I'll be honest. It was it was quite boring, but the suits you get to wear are pretty hilarious. So now you can tell like if a place isn't up to fire code or something. Uh, I'm not. No, I'm technically I, I'm not at that level. Like there's specific people that do that stuff. I could, I could give a, like I could do a brief summary of like a building inspection of like where things are, but no, no, that's like a whole different level. I'm, that's like a, that's like, like a neck up thing. I'm like a neck down still a firefighter, like neck down is firefighter. When you fire hydrant, yeah. you understand like where the water comes from and how it works. Oh, absolutely. So. I do. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we were in Chula in like December, you we went past a fire hydrant you were like, that's a blah 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 fire hydrant and <laughs> <laughs> it's it's for i feel like a like not a loser like this is what i'm interested in now but i literally will drive down the street just looking where other fire hydrants are i went to sushi with alex and ryan last weekend and there was fire truck on the side of the road doing something in like an apartment building i purposely made a detour on the way home just so we could drive by it again just to see what's going on hell yeah yeah so yeah no it's good but uh got some i got more certificates to come and like, i got to get more stuff done like a emergency medical response and some other driver's license stuff. And then, then we just, yeah, just, just chipping away slowly. Yeah. Officer Palm dog. I can't wait. You know, catch me driving the truck in, in years time. Try so I, I had, I, I had quite the week. I gotta say, I got, I got to hear about it. And while you do that, let me message uh, our, our guest Alfie back. He just, I think he sent a text before the show started. So I had a lot of stuff happen this week. going to be honest. So I was supposed to go to Baker's. <laughs> I have one of those weeks in life. So I was supposed to go to Bakersfield. Okay. I was going to drive up. I was planning on driving up for Friday, Saturday. 
anyway, so like Wednesday, I don't know if it was like camera, it was Tuesday, Wednesday comes around. I have, I'm a big smoothie guy. So I had a smoothie and you know, sometimes after a smoothie, your teeth kind of hurt from the cold. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just, cause yeah. Yeah. So I had that and didn't think anything of it. And then one tooth, like in the back of my mouth, just kept throbbing like bad to the yes. point where that evening I had to take a Tylenol with codeine to even sleep because the pain was so bad. Oh shit. Yeah. So then the next day I just had like normal Tylenol and Advil and it was manageable. And then the next day it was like, and then, so then I, I was like, fuck, I need to go see a dentist ASAP. Cause this like, <laughs> this is a, this is a problem. So anyway, I got in with the dentist Friday. I was kind of expecting, cause it was feeling actually a bit better at that point. So I was like, maybe they won't do anything or maybe I'll just, may just have a cavity or two, whatever. Dude, I go in there. I tick off my little intake form, whatever. Cause I, first time seeing a dentist here. I was going to say, you don't have like a go-to dentist. No, no, no. I, so I had to, I had to pick a dentist. Yeah. I don't have, so I just, yeah, I picked a dentist went. So they, they have the, the machines. So I did like 18 x-rays, first of all, then the machine they have, they had this thing where they go on my mouth and just make like do all these scans. And so then they put on the monitor right beside me, a full on 3d diagram of my mouth and every tooth and everything. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I've never seen this in my life. I don't know if this is normal practice down here, but I've never seen that back home. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, I don't go to the dentist often enough to, to, to see all that kind of stuff, but that is wild. Yeah. And then so he's like, you don't have any cavities. I'm like, Oh, awesome. Okay. He's right. like, but he's like, we need to, I need to check out your teeth more to, to see why you're having pain. Cause clearly it's not normal. Yeah. Also, cause I, I to be honest, I didn't go for that many cleanings the last couple of years. I have state. He's like, you have stage one of gum disease. Oh, and boy. so he's like, it's, it's still reversible at this point, but we need to do a gin, a, it's like a gingivitis procedure. So basically they freeze your mouth and you know how on cleanings they pick, like they just like scrape your teeth. Yeah. So do they basically go on, Dude, they go under your gums with a scraper oh. and scrape, scrape. Oh, like I'm cringing even think they scrape your entire tooth, like underneath your gums. So it's, it's very painful. No way. Yeah. And so he's like, you need to get that done. And then they looked at my mouth and he's like, yeah, we need to do a root canal because <laughs> yeah, because I had extreme sensitivity to cold and he's like the feel, I had a feeling there. Okay. He's like, it's failing. So it's going to, it's not going to go away. It's going to keep happening. So dude, all of a sudden I'm in the chair getting a root canal and half my, cause you gotta do half the mouth with the gingivitis therapy. I'm getting gingivitis therapy on half my mouth and a root canal. So then they're just obviously <laughs> fucking hacking away, drilled, <laughs> dude, drilled out my tooth and then did the full, did the half my mouth, the gingivitis therapy, dude, this it's the scraping was a sickening oh. sound. Oh my. And my mouth was frozen. So I could, couldn't, I could kind of feel it, but not. Obviously, I couldn't really feel it. Even if you can't feel it, you can hear it, like you said, and like you know mm -hmm. what the, what's happening at and the same time. Working on your teeth and jaw. Oh, yeah. Anyway, and he's like, man, they joked. He's like, we're going to need to give you a blood transfusion because apparently I was bleeding like crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll show you what we've been doing. So then he put the mirror and like showed me, dude, they stick the thing up to like the top or bottom of your tooth and just fucking scrape it. And he's just like, yep, I'm just thinking like eggs on a frying pan. <laughs> it's like oh my god it was it was gnarly i had no idea this like procedure was even a thing i can't believe they just did this all willy-nilly the first day like you came in for this like it wasn't like you had to set up a whole procedure for this yeah no so dude they, i gotta say his attention to detail he's an awesome dentist he was like way way better than the dentist i had at home really? <laughs> did i ask my dentist about my gums before because i had some like receding 
areas. Okay. And she's like, oh, no, it's fine. Just some grinding. <laughs> Dude, it's not fine. <laughs> I've got fucking gingivitis, lady. It wasn't fine. Nothing's fine at all. Clearly, I got some nothing issues is, going on. Nothing is fine. So then I got it. So it's like the first of four appointments now. I'm on like a four plan or a four appointment plan or something. So I got to go in again. So I have like a temporary there now. And they got to go okay. in and crown it and do my, the other side of my mouth for the therapy for my gums. Holy shit, hey. That went zero to hundred very quickly, dude. I that's I thought I saw your little. First of all, your photo of you and the dentist. I told you the hair looked phenomenal. I don't know how you did that, unbelievable. <laughs> but the fact that that was going on that day, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, that was something. That was so. I was like three hours at the dentist office on Friday. Jesus Christ. Well, I guess you found your dentist. He's your guy now. I guess. Yeah. Found my dentist at a mouth. Yeah. So today's what Monday. Still, mouth is still really sore. You best believe I'm like about to go get a checkup done in the next month. After this, I I'm absolutely taking, get a checkup. I'm taking the cleanings very seriously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, they got to do the other side and then you get your tooth. That's all. Thankfully. That's so I got to get it crowned now. Like they did, they drilled out the roots. So now I got to get it crowned and they got to do the gum therapy to the other side of my mouth. Okay. Is this something that, because I know in America you have to buy health insurance. Is this covered in your health insurance or is it like a pay up front kind of deal? No, it's out of pocket, which I mean, it'd be the same for me out of pocket back home because I didn't, my yeah. dental's not included back home either. No, I was going to say, I, I pay up front too now. It's not part of, my parents used to have, I think, and then I, I was covered, but I'm not yeah. a child anymore, unfortunately. So, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Dental care is not cheap. But no. I mean, it's kind of like an investment. You kind of, you either get it now or you pay more later kind of thing. 100%. Yeah. You know, these days it seems like people just find a way, like if no offense, but if you're rich, you just have nice teeth nowadays. Yeah. It's like somehow even, I don't know, you whiten your teeth more. I don't know what whitening, like I want to find what people use to whiten their teeth. People straighten their teeth way more than these days. I could, you know, I could do that now. I mean, I, w I want some money to do it, but people do it all the time. It yeah. seems like. And there's so much cosmetic shit now, if you want to pay for it, like I'm sure you could just go get stuff done. We're in an era where you can just make yourself look the way you want to look. Yeah. It's crazy. Really can. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. after that fiasco, the next day we have two lights in our second floor that we want to replace. But so, can't, you know, time out, time out. You said you were supposed to go to, to a camp or something on the weekend. No, I was going to go to the national Baker. Oh, oh, you were going to go. So that didn't happen. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But no, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. So, so. so then on the second floor, we have these two ceiling lights, but they're kind of ugly. So we're going to replace them with can lights, you know, like led lights, you know, the ones that just like sit in the ceiling. Yep. So Savannah and I were like, Oh, we could do it. So we take the, we take the lights off and then we realize the lights, we, the can lights we have are too big. So we need a wide, we need a bigger circle. Okay. Plus there's like a, a junction box in the ceiling and it won't come out. So we're not sure if we should rip it out or hammer it out or what. So we're like, we don't really feel comfortable doing this, like cutting into our ceiling. Okay. <laughs> so I get a handyman, which is like, you know, we'll just get a handyman. We'll just call the guy. You got to right? call, call, call the guy. guy. He comes Saturday. It's like 6 p.m. He comes Saturday night. Dude, he starts going. Dude, he's got no clue. He starts like, he goes out to his car for 10 minutes. We're like, what's, what's happening out there? We, we're pretty sure after the fact that he was just YouTubing how to do it. And then he calls his brother-in-law halfway through and he's like, he's like asking about it. So then Savannah ended up having to tell him like how to do it and what we needed to do. Anyway, dude, it took him three hours. He was hacking, he's hacking around drywall. Dude, it looked like he had a drywall shower. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking dust everywhere. 
this is not the guy. This is not no, the was, guy. So like, how, and then dude, he dropped. So he, he at first said he didn't like have the sauce. So he's using one of our steak knives to cut in the drywall, no which you can't. No fucking way. You, you technically can because it's just drywall. Yeah, it's but, easy to cut. But the fact he's using so anyway, your he steak knife gets, is shocking. Yeah, he gets his saw, which is like, the, I don't know what it's called, but it's the proper saw to do it. Dude, at one point he drops his saw and it just slams into our bedroom door and dude like takes a bit of a chunk out of the wall and marks up the door. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this guy sounds like he has no clue what he's doing. No, he he's yeah, he's definitely was not licensed, clearly, obviously. I mean, I hope his rate was, you know, suitable for those efforts. Yeah, yeah, it was cheap, of course. But, and like obviously with handyman, it's it can get a little dicey because they're unlicensed, but it's way cheaper. Yeah, and sometimes to be honest, sometimes if they can just still be good and rip through it, like no problem. Yeah. So anyway, ended up getting done. You wouldn't know the whole situation was janky from the end product because it did get done. But right. that was that was a wild few days I had. That's frustrating as hell, isn't it? Yeah. So that was that was exciting. It's funny. I was I was actually supposed to. Uh, ask you, Savannah told me to ask you about some cabinets and something that happened, but I don't know if that was it now or not. She asked you, I can't, I'd have to find the message. We were messaging or something, and she's like, Make sure you ask Tori about our cabinets because you guys had cabinets or something on the second floor too, didn't you? Yeah, we painted them. I, I have to look, I can't remember what I was supposed to ask you. <laughs> I think she's probably talking about because you probably fucked something up, didn't you? Yeah, because we you have to sand the cabinets. We sanded them and she painted them. And then after you paint them or after you prime them, I should yep. say, you're meant to like lightly sand them and then paint them. Yeah. And I think when I sanded them after, I sanded them too hard and scraped some paint off, and she was pissed. Sounds about right. Yeah, but yeah. then she, she can't tell now. Like it's painted and it's fine. It's, it probably looks great. Yeah. Huh. So that was quite a few days of uh, of stuff. That's a whirlwind. So that's that's all in the past four or five days. Yeah, that was on the weekend. Jesus Christ. Very different weekends. Yeah, feel tired. Yeah, feel tired. I can imagine. <laughs> I'm glad your face is in one piece and you can still do the show then. Everyone thanks you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. You want to get into a couple headlines? Um, yeah, some BMX headlines. So Bakersfield was this past weekend, absolute slop fest. I don't know what's going on in SoCal right now, but it is just pouring all the time. You guys have been getting hit with rain for what seems like, I don't know, months? It feels like months. Months. Dude, seriously, it still feels like winter. Dude, it's nuts. I saw... But actually, like the wettest winter I've ever seen here. It's probably green, which is nice, but it's shit yeah. for everything else. Because I saw Tyler's video of him doing uh, San Diego, redoing it, and it was just a swamp. And I was like, I was thinking about it. It's just insane. Like, you guys, first of all, you get one rainstorm, and it's everything goes to shit because the dirt's... Everything around there is just not used to that. If you guys have had rain for this long, that seems dangerous. Oh, San Diego BMX got absolutely fucked because Tyler redid the first and last straight, I think. Yeah, first yeah. and last straight. Yeah. So it was all fresh dirt and then it poured rain. <laughs> Dude, it's just absolute mess. I feel bad for him. That sucks, eh? Yeah. So it's funny. So Adam rebuilt Abbotsford's first two straights um, end of last summer. And we had the opposite problem where it didn't rain at all. Like we got the driest like September I think we've had in a long ass time, and um, the track basically because it didn't get any rain it didn't settle in the winter it turned to mush everyone tried to ride on it still and it's actually even more bumpy than like we needed the rain we got it's funny how it opposites like cause we you know our tracks here like they handle the rain great and they almost get smoother if it pours rain the day before 
It's just funny that you guys get all the rain. It turns to shit. Our track when last summer, no rain, it's gone to shit. But I guess, I guess you need that common medium between um, too much rain and too much dry, obviously. I think so. Yeah. Definitely depends on the kind of dirt and like what you're working with, where I bet you San Diego, I don't know what dirt Tyler uses, but I bet you he would have been fine without any rain. Oh yeah, totally. I think that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like he would have made it just fine. Ours was the opposite where we needed some rain because it was just dry as a bone falling apart. At home, do you think we could soil tack or would it not work in the winter? Like, do you think we could slurry? I don't think it would, it would work one bit now. Why? Because there's too much. Yeah. I mean, it just, as soon as it rains, it starts chewing apart. I don't, I don't think the water evaporates well from underneath that stuff. That's part of the problem. And then, yeah, it's just going to, it's going to like fall apart. Like all that. And once it rains, it's going to be crap. That crust limestone we have at home and a lot of European tracks have is like gold. It works so well in that climate. Crazy. Hey, yeah. Like I said, it's like when, when it's, when it's in its prime, it's almost better when it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps the dust down and everything. You can ride the exact same in the pouring rain. It's, it's so cool. It's almost, it's normally smoother in the rain. Yeah. So, um, Next headline. So German Medina, old uh, Colombian national team coach. I don't know if it's official news, but I've heard that he's the new Team USA head coach for the national team. Shit, hey? Yeah, so that's what I've heard. I don't know if it's been announced, but I saw Mariana post something, and I'd heard about it a few weeks ago, so I'm I'm betting it's probably, I mean, it's would be like 99%. It's, been, uh, it's, it's going around the grapevine, as they say. Yeah, which... I mean, German's had a big history in the sport. He's obviously coached Mariana and Team Columbia Olympic medals and coached a long time. If I'm being honest, I think it's a bit, I think it's a bit odd they hired him just because he's like he's Colombian. And you think like the US has so many fast pass riders and so many like incredibly accomplished pros that they'd hire from within or at least someone US based. Like, I think it's, I think it's a little random. I don't want to say random because I, I don't want to be disrespectful because he's really accomplished, but it's yeah. almost a little weird to me that hired him and not someone just stateside. Yeah. It's surprising. It's definitely like his accolades. If you think about it are incredible. The amount of success he has is obviously he's had Marianne on the team, which helps a lot, but the other riders as well. I mean, he's got an Olympic medal or a medal at all the Olympics. I mean, that's just yeah. insane. Or two medals. I assume he, I don't know if he was in 2008, but obviously London, Rio, and Tokyo, he's got two medals at each one, which is insane. Um, yeah. But no it kidding. is surprising at the same time, like you said, like there's so, there's a lot of experienced people in the U.S. I'm surprised they went with him. Like what was the decision behind that? Like I know Connor doesn't seem to be into coaching, but you look at one of the most recent guys to retire in the U.S., Connor, huge star. I'm surprised like he wouldn't have maybe taken a role there because – I don't like I said, I don't know how much coaching he does, nor I don't know what the role entails. Like, but yeah, it's kind of interesting. Why don't we ask yeah. Alfie? Do you want to ask Alfie about this? Alfie's in the chat. Why don't we bring him in and ask him? Sure. Because I wonder what they, because you know, the US, we always talk about how it's a little different the way their team works, where everyone has their own coaches and whatnot. Like, what's, what's German going to do now with the team? Alfie, what's up, buddy? What up, boys? What's up, Alfie? Oh, my God. Good to see you, man. It's been a long time. Dude, yeah, what's Me up? Me too, um, <laughs> How are you guys? Good. Dude, we were just talking about, um, I heard Jerome Medina is going to be the new Team US coach. What do you think? No way. Yeah, I don't know for sure. We can't, I can't stamp wow. it, but that's, that's what I've heard. I, it kind of caught me off guard with, with Mariana's post. I, yeah. Honestly, at first impression, I thought he passed away because it was like such a big you know, post. I was like, oh my God, yeah. something happened. And oh, so that's the scoop. Wow. Yeah. I wonder who's going to take um, Colombia. 
Yeah, years. that's a good question too. I didn't even think about that part. But it'll be interesting too with the U.S. because like all the riders in the U.S. team have their own personal coach and stuff. So I wonder who he'd work with. And yeah, I it's guess, just yeah, yeah. I guess it's a smart decision I think for the U.S. because he knows how to get that team feeling around. You know, a long process of like developing a team for over like 10 years. So maybe it would be a good thing. Maybe Tori's going to Colombia. Medellin coach. <laughs> Tori, you got a secret hey, you haven't been telling us here or what? No, no, yeah. no, no. No moving to Colombia. <laughs> that'd, hey. that'd be a big move for him too. Like if he's, I don't know if he's moving here or moving to Tulsa or what, but that's a big change. That's a big one. That's, it'll be interesting to, to see you know, in the next, I think he's a, a, a great guy and he's done amazing yeah. things for Colombia, but, but yeah, that was, oh, that's, I just, that's some, some good news, but yeah. How are you guys? Dude, good, buddy. Where, so where are you? Where are you living now? I live in uh, Claremont, Florida. Oh, cool. Just Florida. outside like Orlando, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Orlando is the local track. Um, and I'll try to drive down to Oldsmar, which is like an hour and a half. It's, yeah. Sometimes it's it's a long drive, but yeah, I've been here for, for over after, after Tokyo. Huh? That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Where are you guys right now? I know Tori, you're uh, over in California, right? Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. And you, James? I'm back at home in the Great White North still. <laughs> nice. It's fine. Yeah. I was going to say, it's finally starting to get to the, the warm up weather where we can ride outside again. Thank God. Cause yeah, Tori knows our, our indoor track here that we ride, it sucks. So we need out of it. Man. The winter here is too, too long. Man, I, I spend a, a winter in Norway. Yeah. And, oh, dude, yeah. I'm I'm not built for for the cold weather, dude. <laughs> like, you know, in, in Ecuador, it's like you you guys been to to Colombia, you know, it's like yeah. spring all year round, dude. When it gets to like to like ten or below, dude, I just I'm bad. Body freezes okay. up. You're not used to it. Yeah, not used to it. Not used to that or extreme heat, which is like summertime here. It's like I'm melting, dude. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. going to ask, do you feel like at home in Florida? Because is it a similar climate? I feel like just there's so many Latin people that I feel more like home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll go to the grocery store and like, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you look Mexican when they come to you and like, hey, they just talk to you in Spanish right away. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> like, all right. That's sweet. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah yeah so but it's it, i like it here it's better it's closer to 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 home you know to ecuador um we get a direct flight it was when i lived in, in north carolina was i you know don't I, I don't, that's my spot i love it over there um but um it was hard to to fly into you know ecuador and back and forth it was harder like longer and more expensive mm, I see that. yeah um, if you're in Claremont, I know you're kind of your buddies with some of the Moto dudes like Dav- Davalos and Dino mm-hmm. Wilson. Do you hang out with them ever? Um, I've seen them um, once in a while. Dude, their 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 schedule is so crazy, dude. It's mm-hmm. like it's insane how much they have to travel and and ride and all of that. So they're doing their own thing. But I'll, I'll see them. I'll see Dino. I, I, I'll go to to Alden's facility once in a while, and dude, it's crazy to see you know their you know. If, Sometimes our schedule gets busy, but like when they're racing back to back every weekend, it's like, dude, it's gnarly. They're just, yeah, they yeah. never, they never sit still. It feels like. 
no dude like they're traveling <laughs> it's like you know it's so used to like they'll be riding and then two hours later it's like on my way to the airport and then back and then like it's just <laughs> yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah unreal yeah but it's yeah bad but yeah I, I, I was trying to remember tori when was the last time i saw you i was going over some with some pictures on my pretty much first time in europe and do you remember when we like pitted yeah, next to the dutchies next to the uh to the to the holland crew in uh i think it was called balkans Val- or maybe i'm not sure oh in holland or france or something at the european round yeah yeah that was back oh, in oh uh, yeah in holland yeah. yeah from the european finals i remember that yeah 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 it's cool. <laughs> That's funny yeah <laughs> it's, we didn't have fits we just had our bags on the ground and shit yeah yeah no and, and did i remember back in i think it was like oh eight um i got a, a little sweet deal from from redline ecuador and they helped me out with like an entrance fee so we're like freaking out you know like oh we gotta go to the states <laughs> and did i didn't speak one bit of english and i was like chilling in the pit just like looking at each other you know like just look, like staring freaking the fuck out because i didn't know what to say <laughs> um and you were with Re- in, in the redline days um it's so cool just so cool to be you know so cool yeah. to i don't know it's something about south americans like and I, I i i'm that we're so passionate and that we appreciate like i remember just going to ride an uh, american track and just like being so appreciative of like dude like seeing all you know all the heroes or being a you know the tracks didn't have bumps dude my home track was full of bumps and loose dirt and rocks i'm like dude this is it's perfect (laughs) yeah oh man that's so cool and like look yeah now you're like established in the u.s and everything that's awesome yeah yeah sometimes i gotta like pinch myself dude wow yeah awesome yeah how fun and like i was gonna say dude you got some cool stuff going on too like you and alden created a new bike brand let's hear about that yeah dude it's so crazy sometimes to like even look at you know social media or, or the website and like dude wow like it kind of it hit hard when when the when Alden's athletes start riding the bike I was like wow you know like that's you know it that's when it sank but um you know like I know Alden for for a very long time um we became really good friends and like i remember uh, it was remember panam games 2015 yeah i remember he was there yeah, yeah yeah that's when we had a conversation i was like look like you know we're just talking about you know looking at specialized bikes like just overall like you know how people are freaks for like cars that's how we were for like bicycles you know like just pull on bikes and bikes and i like and it's just like it happened the idea of like oh it wouldn't be cool to to design your your dream bike you know that's and 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 that stayed there right and 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 i i remember i felt so bad because for the race you know he was over there for panam games um and i couldn't get a pass for him to get inside the track and you know i kind of had a a fight with my federation at the time because like Dude, he's like, he's, you know, he's helping me out, but he, can, he can't get into the track and kind of be inside. So anyway, 
that that went through and then 2018 um worlds in in baku um i don't i don't know if you guys remember what happened but you know oh, we fell leading yeah i remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it, it was so crazy so um that happened and then the night the night off i was like just not even like i was just like you know f this you know like it is what it is i'm gonna get my revenge whatever and i was reading this book and on that same night it was a it was a a phil knight's book the 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 nike founder and he was talking about him going to asia to experience you know the culture and pretty much how things were made so that night i texted anna and i said hey i'm going to asia for for a month (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and and maybe longer so i had a one-way ticket and and i'm just gonna check check it out just see how it is dude and i left my bikes in in baku and just went to to asia taiwan china just knocking on doors backpack and just i just wanted to see how the bikes were made right because there's like this big like thing of you know companies just they all are made in the same town. So it was cool to go and see that and learn, you know, like, and then that trip passed by and then it was some of the, a race in Florida. And, you know, I, I stayed at Alden's and I was like, dude, like, remember what we talked like a couple of years ago? Like, yeah, like, you know, we could do something and it's like, yeah, how? And then like, it just started to be like an idea to like a first prototype to, you know, like the second prototype to, you know, more money to developing a new mold and so on, so on. And then we're like three, four years deep into this project that it was never to be a business, you know, intended. It was never to be, you know, I, and at that at that same time, I was like, just you know, Brenny was building my bikes, and I was just you know, I'll copy like, just if if one day happens, you know, at least I'll have some backing there, you know, as whatever. Um, and to where it came last year, it was like, you know, we set the team together, and it's like, dude, let's make it happen. And it was, dude, I've been, I've been pretty nervous you know, like really nervous a couple times in my life, you know, like in the day before we launched, it was one of those days where like, wow, I don't know. I don't know how the, I don't know if people's going to like it. You know, we do love it, but it was like so much into that, that I could not sleep, you know, at all (laughs) the night before. Yeah. And like, yeah. And like just seeing, you know, the good comments, the bad comments, and I think for me, I've always had this idea of like, you know, we know how BMX is, right? Like we know, we, you know, we know how tight financially you can get, you know, and, and, and I think I say like after Tokyo is like, if I want to do another run for, for Paris, I need to have something that, that I'm building and decide of like, 
in order to go and race Paris without thinking like, oh, what am I going to do tomorrow? You know, like, it's like more of like, okay, let's enjoy the racing side of things while we put, you know, effort as well in the company. Dude, that's so cool. Just to hear that I like, started from the ground up like that is just wild. And like, yeah, the fact that you just went over there too and just like, okay, well, I need to figure this shit out on my own and just we need to go do it now. Yeah. Like that's so, that's wild. Like a lot of people, like you say, have ideas like, oh yeah, like let's, let's start this thing. Let's do this one thing. And, but it's like, nobody ever really takes that initiative making that major step and you did. And dude, it's, yeah, yeah. Dude, the bike, it's <laughs> wild. Like I, if people gotta go check yeah. out their Instagram, like the bikes are absolutely phenomenal too. They look like spaceships, dude. They're sick. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. For everyone, you know, it's, um, uh, Um, and then, yeah, if, if you ever, you know, the, just hit me up. I'll, I'll, I'll work on a, on a sweet deal. And, uh, yeah, you know, I might, you know, the end goal will be to in, in the long run to have a BMX line. Cause you know, that's my passion. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, people at home are like, Hey, why, why don't you start with a BMX? And it's like, did, if we want this to be, to be big, like if we started off as, as a BMX brand, we couldn't have developed um, a road or, or a mountain bike just because of, how picky the customer from the road or, or the mountain bikes are. So we had to start off with that, you know, with, with also a product that, that I love. And then eventually down the line, just do, you know, mountain bike and, and you know, one day BMX, that'll be, that'll be cool. So t- mm-hmm. tell us a bit about the manufacturing process. So what's that like, like you manufacture overseas or, or how does that all work? Yes. So, there is like in 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 Asia, there is like it, 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 there's also all sort of sorts of of manufacturing process and actually and actually quality, right? So you can get, you know, the lowest of the low and the highest of the high, right? And it really depends to like what what do you want eventually. So so it was that we had to. It, it was pretty cool. And that's, I think what we enjoy the process the most was like, you know, what if we, if we add a, a layer of carbon at the bottom bracket um, and take a layer off there, like we, we can actually, can actually feel the, the difference on, on, on a road bike because it's so stiff and, and, and simple at the same time that it's like, do you, you're connected to the bike. So um it takes a lot of you know of, of going back and forth with with a manufacturer and we so we get some parts from different manufacturers and then we bring it over to the us and we do the quality control at, at alden's facility and that's where we build it and set set the bikes you know and and, and that's where we call it it has the baker's factory dna it's because they're actually born there like they were designed there Yes, they're manufactured somewhere else, but then we bring it over. We do all of our quality control and everything, you know, in house. Yeah. So cool. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we got a we got a plane, plan a trip over, boys. I know you, you like yeah. the, you know, Supi. I remember it was here, um, it, uh, Orlando or Tampa Supercross. We met that one night. Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Yeah. So yeah. where do you guys sell it? Do you sell it like on through your website? Do you have um, like distribution or where are you guys mostly selling? Yeah. yeah. So that's the, you know, we're in the learning curve right now. So 
right now on the website and we are looking at, at different shops. We have a, a yeah. bike shop now in California um, and then a few in Florida uh, that you can look at, you know, the website and see. Um, awesome. We we don't have many, you know, we only have like 45 bikes because we, you know, we just, the, 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 the you know, the, the, the quality for the, for the consumer has to be, you know, on point. So we didn't want to get too ahead of ourselves where one, the bank account couldn't hold it or the customer service will be, you know, not taken care of. So yeah. it's very like, you know, people that, you know, all them know that all them knows or, or that I know that, um, that they will transmit a good word about the company and then just slowly, like just, slow win the race slow you know and eventually that's yeah. that's our plan yeah 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 i can understand like especially with um with selling any type of product like it it'd be hard to know like you, you don't want to order too much then have a ton of inventory and especially if if it's at the beginning like you want to make sure the quality's high and you didn't order a ton of inventory with an issue or something like yeah. i can imagine it'd be tough to manage yeah yeah i know like it it is a team effort and yeah and, and i'm you know i'm so glad we have you know Alden, Anna is involved as well. You know, she helps out and uh, Liz, Alden's wife, um, and then a couple of guys at the facility. Yeah, it's it's a team effort for sure. There's no way I could, yeah, you know, there's no way I would do it by myself. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what is your like? What is your day to day with it? Like, what? Because obviously you're still racing full time. Like, what is what is your day? Yeah. How often do you work yeah. on it? Kind of so luckily, I got a, a shoulder surgery yeah. um, um, in December, so I had a like a uh, some time off to to do more more you know company stuff. But dude, I, it honestly like it it just mm -hmm. relaxes me of like you know I'm like I'll be working and then it's like oh finally time to train you know like time for myself, yeah. and then I'll just go enjoy you know. A good set of squats where before it was like you know 9 30 coffee time it's like okay let's you know let's do squats and like just not feeling it it's like now it's kind of like thinking in in a, in a different way it was like wow you know i i get to go to the track take some time off and and still you know improve because i feel with i was a little bit to be honest i was a little bit skeptical once we launch or once we did did like a, a green light for the company to go ahead and that was after the olympics right so you know after the olympics you want to quit there's no bmx <laughs> so i was like okay <laughs> i was like um after the games i told you know the team i was like okay i'm done um i was just waiting for my to, my sponsors to to cut me and i was like okay you know Thank you. And then <laughs> and a then, good run. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, and like then the the you know, that's another my amazing sponsors. They're like, oh, so we're going for Paris. I'm like, heck. All right. Um, let's see. And then at the same time the project went, you know, green light. And then I was, and then Colombia started coming for the World Cup. So that was a very decisive moment. I was like, okay, can I really do this? Can I really, you know, work on both, on, on both 
um, aspects of, you know, and, and it went great. I felt good. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, I think it's doable. And, you know, when the time comes for, you know, leading up to big races, I'm not going to be, you know, doing overtime, you know, I'm going to put emphasis on the BMX side of things and yeah, just enjoy it, you know, like, yeah, I think that's something that, you know, when we talk, you know, the BMX group is like, dude, sometimes we complain a lot. Yes, but we have to, you know, we have to enjoy the good times. Yeah. And we do a lot of complaining sometimes. Hey, that's fact, but you know, you're right. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good shit too. Yeah. You know, I like look at the good times. I'm on Tori's living room on a picture right behind your right arm. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Are you in that one? I'll have me there. Hell yeah. You are. Yes, sir. I'll pick up second. Dude, I got second with, Oh yeah, that, there, um, that one I couldn't see that. You had the sketchiest Pan Am game story I've ever heard. <laughs> like, there, your whole weekend was so <laughs> crazy. It was, it was wild. Eventually, I got no breaks at that time. So if you can yeah, see it on the picture, the finish line, you just fucking yeah. ripped past everybody. Wait, do yeah, tell. How no the hell? Breaks. How do you manage to get to that point? Just remember, before I used to, there was no uh, disc breaks. Yeah. No this break. So you had to run through the pads of like Oh yeah. 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 Right. And and mm-hmm. did I miscalculated? I went into the race with like negative pads. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is not gonna last the whole race. So I guess I was just prepared to, you know, to race. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. after the finish line, didn't you go on the infield and then just blow through the infield? Yeah. Yeah. I went to the right and just kept going. Didn't you accidentally race with a 45 18 instead of a 46 or something? Yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a good dude. I love. I think like those games were like I don't know if, if it was because I was just so excited to be at a Pan Am game, but the the village, the track, everything was so like so good like compared to even yeah. to the olympic games like panam games 20 2015 toronto was like dude yeah tough, like i tough. kind of felt the same too like even even compared to london and rio that village and atmosphere and everything was sick mm-hmm. yeah i was i was in, in in london but yeah compared to rio and not mentioning covid covid yeah. games yeah how did um com- compared to the next Pan Am games you went to and everything? How was like how was that one? It was different in a way because like those 2015, you know, you were there, Connor, Nick, um, um, and like Pan Am games in 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 Lima was different because it was more of just South Americans, right? So it was like carnage. It was like, <laughs> it was like, do you be ready to like, you know, I get more nervous racing South America only because, you know, it's scary. Yeah. It, it kind of only, makes me feel a little better because I feel, feel like us from North America, we make that joke all the time. It's like, damn, we got to race South Americans. But if you feel the same way when you have to race them all too, that's, it's all right. Dude. Yeah. 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 For sure. So how was it? How, like with like with winning with winning that one and everything, like um, 
what was that whole experience like going back to Ecuador and stuff? Like, did you get some good immediate attention and how was that? Dude, you want to know the craziest part of that is that I got married four days after. Four days. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. 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 So we were looking at, you know, wedding dates and that was the only clear like weekend yeah. right after. So I was like, I really, you know, hope I go back home in one piece because I have to be in a chapel in four days. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was, I mean, it was great. It, it, it was, it was great because, um, um, you know, it's, it, it's kind of, I would say hard for, for, for BMX to showcase what we do, um, to the, to the mainstream and that it's either, you know, a little bit of Panama games, but that pretty much Olympics, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. That is our only chance to like prove is like, you know, if you go to a company, you sell them the idea of you bringing a medal that is your shot right so you can't you can't mess it up um and we only have 35 to 40 seconds to prove it i hope you know <laughs> hoping everything goes right so so um it, it was good it, of course it, it like it was a good step forward to to tokyo because like okay you know that's a check mark um so you know, leading into, I had a great 2019 and then leading into 2020 was like, um, you know, let's, you know, let's get ready. And then freaking COVID hit, yeah. you know, by the way, but, but yeah, yeah. I think, uh, Panam Games this year, it's going to be in, in Chile, I, I think. Yeah. So you're planning on going this year too? I don't know. I don't know yet. Let's see how World Cup's going. Yeah. make a plan but uh but yeah how's, um, you, how's you going there public am i going will i probably not be there uh it's for all the all the credentials for for us it's like it's uh based around the younger younger riders so if, yeah. it's there's basically a clause in there that says if you went to tokyo you're not going to be like selected yeah. basically <laughs> or you, yeah. you're not yeah. you're which, not a top priority one bit <laughs> no something like that yeah which I think is great for, that's what I tell my federation is like, look, you know, send the young kids. That's a per, the yeah. best experience they could get. True. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How's, um, how's your motivation now at this point in your career? Like you're 30 and everything and obviously still fast as fuck. Like how, how are you motivated to train and race now compared to before? Dude. Yeah. I turned 30 last week. So it was, that was a big one. A happy birthday. Happy late birthday. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you um did it i don't know it i've always been like very like appreciative thing uh, of things and i think i had a slow transition into the elite years where like you know i compared to like guys like you or like Cor corbin connor i was like you guys were a year older than me and you guys were making world cup podiums and i was like trying to even get out of motives so you know like there's a big gap <laughs> so it took me a while to get used to the, the elite rankings and i think that's yeah. why yeah I, I i i i'm 30 but i don't feel like 30 in a way yeah um and then yeah i don't know man it's like i said i think doing the company really helped a lot with you know taking bmx as more of a something that i enjoy and that i can you know i 
I think like leading up to Tokyo was like, uh, yes, it was for me, but I had to do it for a lot of people as well. Um, just because of that extra pressure that I needed to perform, especially how Rio went. I was like just crashing the first lap and, and the Olympics were gone. So going back to showcasing your ability to your people, I haven't done that because of a Rio crashing in the second, pretty much in the second jump of the first moto. There was no racing for me. And then, so Tokyo was a big, big one where big decisive of like, you know, like how my career was going to uh, go on. Um, and, and we had a, a great camp and, and Tokyo went, it went great. Um, I think we both share the same result story with, Panam Games in fifth. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that is funny. Fifth of, the, fifth of the Olympics is like, you're really proud of how you did. It's awesome, but you're fucking so bummed because you're so close. And like, don't yeah. know. I'd rather fifth than fourth, for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but it's funny because, dude, on that main, like on the main, I had a, the fastest hill time. Then I bunked the first jump for a bit. And that that cost me, and, and and then it was not the best lap. But yeah, I mean, um, and, and then after it was like you know now I just do you know of course for the people that support me, but it's more for you know like for myself, you know like that added pressure of like before it was like okay this is something that's gonna define me, and then you realize it's really not, um, mm. and and then. On the long run, I feel I, I'm at my best when there is when I do it for me and there's no pressure and really, you know, nothing to show or, or to prove, right? Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. riding for yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause I know there's not many, you know, years. It's not like, oh, you know, let's shoot for LA 28. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> might as well just <laughs> you know, the Olympic hopeful days are getting to you know, getting yeah over soon but but yeah yeah the way you talk about it though you're very mature about it all like the fact that yeah you know you're having no having something else is good like you already have your other business now with lkv lkv mm -hmm. and like still just racing because it's like it's for you now it's really cool to hear yeah 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 no for sure i think that's it's always that that i try to learn from 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 other athletes or or looking into because it's it's such a you know we it had to be hard for you, Tori, right? Even though if you were, you know, it's it's a hard transition, even mm -hmm. if it's smooth or not. I think just the whole transition itself, it takes a while, right? Sure. Um, and and there's no, I don't think there's a perfect, you know, rule book for for it. Um, but I do something that I, you know that I really want is to like leave on a good note, mm -hmm. and not leave, you know, like with resentment to this sport that has given me so much. Yeah. Well, yeah, leave on your own terms and be thankful for everything that you've um, you experienced yeah. in the sport. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, for sure. Well, on the, on the more like recent side of things and what's the plan for the year, how's the shoulder doing? What's uh, when's the, the first race then? Shoulders good boys. Um, hopefully I'll be back at the track in like two weeks. Nice. Um, Hopefully, yeah, and then you know, World Cups, um, World Cups, and I want—I really wanted to do the, you know, the USA BMX. 
uh, circuit, but that didn't work. But now it's, you know, World Cups, Worlds, um, and all that traveling. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you doing World Cups, Palm Dog? It's on the schedule, yeah. There's a shit ton of traveling involved with the, the schedule with like, uh, what is it? Uh, not, not uh, what is it? Continental Championships and then Turkey and then, yeah. 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 You going to Ecuador for the continent? There, I think the team is, yeah. So I think we're planning on it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, you're on tour, baby. Dude, this, so Adam was trying to go over the schedule with me if we like, if we do them all. And it's basically like they changed a weekend of, of uh, either that race or Turkey or something, or I don't know which one it was, mm-hmm. but there it's like the race. Is it Ecuador? That's where it is. Connell champs. Yeah. Okay. So yep. it's race in Ecuador. It's like two weeks, not just a week. It's like yep. two weeks, then Turkey, yep. two weeks, Papandal. So it's like, okay. Oh my God. And it be, yeah. originally it was like one week. And then, so then there's three weeks between Turkey and Papandal, I think. So it was like, okay, go right yeah. to Turkey and then go home for like two weeks, go back for Papandal. Now it'll be like, I don't know, go to Ecuador, go home yeah. for a week, Turkey Turkey for a week, home for a week, Papandal for a week, home for a week. Like, oh my God, that's fucking brutal. That's <laughs> it crazy. doesn't sound fun, eh? Yeah. I was watching, you know, like before the F1 season started. And then you think like, you know, those guys travel a lot, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's really condensed to like, it's not like, like us where we'll have to, you know, Ecuador, Canada, Turkey, Canada. It's like they kind of, are situated in a spot and then they're moving it along so they don't have like 10 hour flights every week and i got uh, let's yeah. be, let's just be real about it too they're flying a little more luxurious they're not back in 47 j squished <laughs> between two fat guys they're not flying with tons on 32 <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're looking forward to their flight bikes. where they can just sleep the whole time feeling your traps are ginormous because you're carrying the backpacks you know <laughs> yeah hey. Alfie, we, we have to ask too. So do you still have the chatter award from 2019? Dude, of course, man. No way. Do you really? <laughs> Somewhere there. Wait, yes. no, hold, on, hold on, time out. We, we need a definitive answer of where it is. It can't just be somewhere. Like, is it in, like you've I'll, seen it. I'll, I'll send a proof. I'm not, I, I got a box of, of memorabilia of Argentina and it has to be there because I right. haven't opened it that yet. So I'll make sure I'll send you it. Yeah. (laughs) If I'm not the most, it's not the most proud of of my awards, but, (laughs) but you know, a nice sweet coffee will sweetie thing, you know, it's not next to the Pan Am gold medal, but you still have it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's like, yeah. You remember that? (laughs) We had that question right now. We need to find out. (laughs) Yeah. We have that question because we always wonder what are these people, what are the, what are the guys do with the chatter awards? Hey, once you know, I'll hoping to move into a bigger place so I can display a little bit of the BMX career. I'll have it right there yeah. next to it. It's, it's you got to have like a nice like little trophy room or trophy area or something. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Right now there's zero. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. It's just yeah, dog hair. <laughs> you, need like, you need your most like uh, prized prized like accomplishments like the, the the thing that i'm the most proud of of like geez it's a tough one i don't know there's like different ones with like different stories i yeah. think the one that like stuck the most with like with my character was 
2011 Junior Worlds. Oh, yeah. Because um, that was like my first experience over, you know, like overseas, you know, young kid, really that was not a team. So I remember going into like before the semi and did no brake pads, but no water as well, you know. So I had to like find, <laughs> find like a water, like this is no joke. Like I'll just, I was like sipping a bottle of water in the stands or like not in the stand, like in staging from, from the ground. I had no idea who it was. I was like, you know, like, and I remember back then was a competition with like Rusty Nesvig and like some of the like trend and, and I don't know, it just fired me up. It was like, okay, like, um, you know, let's, if I'm here, let's just, let's get shit done and, 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 and win, you know, like, and I think that that opened the, the door for, because before at home was like, I was more of like, oh, you know, there's like a crazy guy who's like trying to make a living out of a BMX bike, you know, it wasn't really taking that serious. And, and after that, it was, I was looked on, on different ways mm-hmm. um, and not because of ego or anything like that. It was just like, oh, you know, like, oh, like, you know, my friends or, or even family were like, oh, like, why do you train so much? Why are you like, why are you homeschooling? You know, like, why are you not going to, you know, all the parties, like what's going on? And it's like, so it was a nice way to like, stamp it and say okay uh, you know I'm, I'm i'm here um you know for a reason i think that that's one of, of the things i think also just like um you know i don't want to say we were poor my family was not poor but we're not rich either and it was like there, it was some tough times you know it was like you know some legit you know like times where it's like okay you know i you know like shit was hard um and then you know to being able to make you know a career of it and 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 when i turn 18 i haven't you know has anything financially to my parents that's something that it's you know one of the that proudest me the most is like okay you know they helped me out so much it was like okay i turn 18 and then you know, thank you. And, you know, there's no rent to be covered or anything like that. Right. Yeah. I think some of the things, yeah, I don't know, dude, there's so many things like that. It's easy to forget like what BMX has given us or is giving me like, dude, like do this bicycle project, you know, and meeting these awesome people. And like, dude, like it's that, that for me, it's more than 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 a result. I think there's still a, a um, you know results that I want to accomplish for sure. That I'm gonna give it my best, um, like a World Cup win. I think I got in like I don't know like six or seven podiums, mm-hmm. um, and I just want it. You know, I just I really really I'm working hard to for that to happen, and I'm not gonna force it if it doesn't. But I really really want it to happen, and and to have another give you know give myself another shot at the worlds um because you know it was rock hill 17 i got fifth and then baku semi then solder semi 
you know, leading both of them. Um, so it just to give me more chances of like, you know, like, I just love that feeling of before a big event, it was like, dude, I'm about to, you know, shit's going to get real and I'm about to, you know, willing to die here. And that's, <laughs> that's something that I'm like, I live for, for sure. I, I yeah. say we stamp it now. I think Alfie wins a world cup this year. Let's make it happen, Alfie. Let's make hey, it happen. Hey, if that happens, I'm going to need an, a, a, an award. Yes. Make you, make you a deal. Let's make you a deal yes. right now. That happens when we get you a new mug that says Alfredo yes. Campo World Cup winner. Yeah. Yes, please. And, 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 and on the other side, with a cross mark of the other, yeah. <laughs> well, the well, other yeah. award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i gotta say like um, that, yeah the world i gotta just say the world story you talk about i remember you told that on like the original show we had you on it's still one of the craziest stories and coolest stories to me that people i mean you kind of told most of it there but if you haven't you need to listen to it yeah it's so cool yeah yeah no it's so, so. cool yeah no, it's never take it for granted for sure and like yeah man, it's it's all it's a good it's a you know small sport but we are we are special in a way right it's mm-hmm. For sure. It's, yeah, it's unique. We're getting to our game, James. Yeah, Alfred, are you, or Alfred, are you down to play a game with yeah. us? Down for it. All right. We have to play the, have to play the music first. Hold on. Not a drinking game on a Monday. <laughs> Every answer, you got to take a shot. No, <laughs> so we, don't really have a, we don't really have a name for it, but we're going to go through some questions we all have to answer. One word answer or just answer? No, no, no. What is answer? Yeah. We'll go... Alfie, James, and then me. How about? Okay, and you can't pick the same as somebody else. That's the one rule. Yeah, you can't pick. Yeah. Um. All right. Favorite racer to watch. Sam. Good one. Current or past? Any. Any. I'll say any. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, or no, nice. we'll go current. We'll go. Let's go current. Okay. Current. Uh. Cam, because he looks like Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think so. I, yeah. All right. Kai is in Fred, but yeah. yeah. I'll, um, I, I'm going to go for like somebody I like to watch Rhea. Like you say, race, not just rides. I'm going to go with, uh, I'll go with Carlos. I'll go with the little magician. You know, he's always up to something no good. I wish I had. Point five of his racing skills <laughs> right <laughs> you know dude. Okay. um i'm gonna go with ren Carell. i like to watch ren Carell. all right yeah different answer okay all right one track you would love to win a race at in particular current yeah like a track that you think of like oh it'd be cool to win there um Dude, um, Paris, 04, 24. <laughs> but current, um, Papano would be super nice. Fuck, that's what I was yeah, going <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, any, any World Cup, doesn't matter. It's funny. We, so we talk about like majors, how our sport doesn't really have majors. I feel mm-hmm. like if you didn't say Papano, I would say Papano because I feel like it's it's the quote unquote major of our sport where it's like, people know you won that one. Do you think, do you think that's like the masters? That's like, Augusta? Yes. yeah, kind of. It's like, in, it's in a, fact, you, you play golf as well there. Might as well. 
Yeah. It's just the racer's track. Like you have to be fast and you have to be like, I mean, just... you got to have the complete package. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, if I can't take Papadol, we're just going to say you took Papadol. I'm going to, I'll take Argentina just for the after party that would go down after. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. T Daddy? Um, I'd say a World Cup in France. Like if they had another World Cup at the Paris Training Center, something like that would be really cool. That's a good point. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, I think like back in the uh, day, like where with the Dew Tour, I think it what it was called, or like X Games, that that would be, you know, that would have been yeah, super cool. Or two, like winning a Chula Vista World Cup would have been sick. Ooh, those at night, those would be fucking those, sick to win. Yeah, those, those ones, those night. were majors. Those were Dude, those yeah. night races were majors. Those were yeah. big time. Dude, you want to know? It was my first World Cup there. And it was time trial, right? Before you, it was like the 64 cut. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. Yeah. Dude. And the night show was about to go on. It was like this huge, remember it was like those huge two doubles, first yeah. doubles, where, where Brooke Crane was jumping in. And I was like, maybe doing it once. <laughs> and then the, the berm, you know, it was like, I had, it was crazy just being there. Yeah. And then the night show comes and I was the first, in line for the first man to go on the time trials oh my god <laughs> i was i was i think i got like 78 or something didn't make the cut but those were big yeah those were huge yeah. um worst track you ever raced on oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man ah. World Cup, wise anything. I mean anything. Dude, it was a South American Games in Bolivia. That picture of this. The last turn, they finished it maybe three days before, and while you were carving the turn, you're leaving ruts on oh, asphalt. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Some nationals in Ecuador, maybe for sure. What do I got? I've gone to some weird places for some weird races too. So I got a few in the bag. I think one of them was one of the races in um, Indonesia. I think a couple years ago, the the one with the lips that are just concrete. Everything else is dirt yeah. though, and the the hill was painted black, and it was just the most slippery thing I've ever ridden on in my life. I think I remember trying to put, I wiped Coke on my tires before like some of the, the laps because I was no trying way. to get some grip out of the start because I, I took PSI out, didn't help. I was like, I, I wiped Coke on my tire and carried my bike up, didn't do shit. <laughs> didn't do damn thing. Dang it. Um, the Berlin World Cup in 2014, light it on fire and don't call a fire department. Let it fucking burn <laughs> alive. <laughs> Dude, yes. Like, okay, it's like that track, like, there's no way we should race a World Cup on a track like that. It's just the worst track. The worst track, like, in terms of, like, how much the race means and how bad the track is, at a complete peak. That is true. Dude. Like, we go to Germany, we go overseas for one World Cup, we race that hunk of garbage. <laughs> Dude, it was like the landing of the first jump, you, it was, like, ginormous. You landed with, like, 
<laughs> 10 times the speed. It was crazy. Yeah. And then, oh my God, you go through like the like S turn bullshit. It's just like the <laughs> dumbest thing. Here. Yeah. Well, there was no racing going <laughs> on in that thing. It was just make it around. No, it was horrific. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If we could be professional in another sport, what would it be? Dude, I don't know. Um, golf, but I don't know. I don't want to take no, Palm Dog's take. Don't you dare take that. You don't want to take Palm Dog's or mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be I'll be a caddy of one of you guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't know. Um, I was talking Yeah, I was talking the other day. It's like I was telling Anna, I was like, can you imagine if someone would have just told me it's like, dude, you're you know, someone telling me at is at 15. The amount of effort that you're gonna put into trying to pedal fast, put 80% of that effort onto developing a golf swing. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You know. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine? <laughs> like just having no, I, I really can't, honestly. You know? Yeah. And, and I try not, you know, it's a conversation. I try to cut it right then and there because I don't want to be like, oh, can you imagine? Yeah, no, but, let's, um, let's just open that can of worms. Can you imagine if we put any amount of the effort we put into BMX into any other big sport, you know? I know. Come on. Like baseball. <laughs> right. You know, like hockey. Like, yeah. yeah any. Soccer. So what, what would you pick? dude i think i know a professional surfer will be oh Oh, that'd That'd, be cool yeah i i did my my first trip to hawaii dude i was amazed by like how nice you know like the waves and the beach and the ocean it's like so magical that and they make big bank right if you're good so the thing is too with surf is like you always go somewhere beautiful and tropical and warm usually yeah usually yeah yeah Yeah. but again it'll be funny to talk to a professional surfer is like you surf you know 20 feet waves and then there's a coral waiting for you when you crash so i don't know fucking dangerous sport yeah yeah good point Yeah. yeah yeah um yeah i'm just gonna take golf i think that was pretty obvious is what it is yeah, yeah. for sure <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah i think being a pro hockey player would be sick too yep yeah that's what i wanted to do as a kid so i mm-hmm. yeah i mean now i pick golf but when i was like growing up i always wanted to be a pro hockey player nice um last one least favorite sport Ooh. so are we talking least favorite to watch or least favorite to play or both or what I think whatever comes to mind. Okay. Least I got, favorite sport. I got a recency bias one in my head right now. Dude, I would say um it's I gonna sound weird, but there's always something cool on every sport if you're looking at it that way. Even if it's the dumbest thing, there's some sort of technique that needs to be applied. Good point. But the competition aspect of any sport too is what brings the excitement, even if it's shitty. Yeah. 
yeah, or if you like try it. Um, dude, uh, I'll tell you like, just because how hard it is to like run those like, like ultra marathons, just because oh. of how hard that might be, you know? Those are gnarly. Yeah. Were they going to like Swiss Alps and yeah. race for like seven days? Um, I'm going to take, like I said, a recency bias one because it's clogging up my sports center right now and it's really pissing me off curling. I don't oh, even, I don't yeah. even, I've never tried it. I think it'd be funny because I love bowling or like, I love like bocce ball or lawn bowling, but it's clogging up my sports center every day for the past two weeks, dude. That was like Canada's top three, no? That's huge, dude. It's always on TV. Always, always on TV. When it's on, yeah. it's on every sports center channel. There's like six sports centers yeah. it's on every one. We've got the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts, which is just a huge curling tournament. Yeah. way. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go with the race walk. The fact that walking <laughs> is an Olympic sport <laughs> is just the biggest fucking joke on the planet. The person who created that Olympic should be hung <laughs> because they, they're just like the fact that that's an Olympic sport is I don't even have words for how, how dumb that is. Like it's not a sport. Joke. Just run. Just run I, or don't or don't do anything. I think I told you guys this before, but the like our Michael Phelps from Ecuador is from Speedwalk. No oh way. My God. Yes. That was like oh my God. He still is like the GOAT because he got like two medals for like it was the first one and then it took forever to get another one. But and they do they practice that that thing. You see them in the village at like the Olympics. They're just like race walking around the village, and it's just the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever seen. It, it does look like you know, a like joke. they, they hip, their hips get effed up. Yeah, their hips get yeah. fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like a penguin. Yeah, yeah, legit. Like this guy had to get like hip replacement because, like, have you tried it? I'm, yeah, it's it's fun to try out just because you feel like a complete asshole. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how like how tiring it would be for us to actually do a full race. Oh, it's exhausting, I'm sure. Yeah. I could not finish that. No. 20 Ks walking. Fuck that. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Not, yeah. Golfing will be sick, though. Did you yes. see the players? Oh, Watch the players? Hell yeah. Scotty fucking dominated. Yeah. Dude. It looks like he doesn't really care at all. It's like, yeah. He just goes out and does his thing. Yeah. He's so casual about it all. His demeanor is just whatever. Doesn't matter. Pressure, yeah. I never heard of it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you watched the full swing. That was a full one. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was good. I say we were talking on one of the other shows. It just doesn't have the same flair that uh, Drive to Survive does. Because I mean, Formula One, it's just there's an aspect yeah. to it that's just way more cool. Yeah, they make it look with yeah. their slow mo and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alfie, man, it's good to catch up with you. We appreciate your time. No pleasure, boys. Hopefully, it's not the last. Sometimes you forget about your boy. You know? No, no, no. We never <laughs> forgot about our guy. We talk sometimes, about you all the time. Sometimes I'm not on the, you know, forest bull predictions. Elf dog's not there. Hey, don't ever call me out, my guy. <laughs> we always we always talk about Alf, your fat. <laughs> I'm all right, palm dog. Light him up, Alfie. Absolutely, this is your yes. opportunity to absolutely just Dude. light him up. All the things we hey. talk about behind the scenes, light him up. <laughs> hey. You know, I'm checking. Oh, classic. <laughs> oh, man. Good to catch up yeah. with you, buddy. I miss you. Me too, guys. What a pleasure. And hopefully we'll again have a, a coffee and a beer. 
in person soon. Yeah, buddy. Hope uh, hope the rehab goes well. I'll be back on the track soon. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Good See you, buddy. Thanks, Alfie. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you. Alfie, what a fucking guy. That was awesome. <laughs> man, I love that guy. Just a genuine, nice human. Man, he's fast. Genuinely nice. Works his ass off. You know, created what he has from the ground up, which is super cool. I love that part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think people sometimes don't realize, like especially people from South American countries, they they don't, they come up with not much and they make their careers out of not a lot. It's really impressive. Yeah. I had a, um, a laugh in my head when he was talking about... Uh, his non-break story at the Pan Ams. I was literally having a conversation with Ryan Tugas about this the other day because I had a, I was reminiscing on my moments. I had a moment in Manchester where I was coming down the first straight, it got balled up in the first turn, and somebody obviously hit my brakes. And with the V brakes, they somehow disconnected. Oh no! <laughs> and I remember realizing over the big step up or the double end of the turn, like into the second turn, being like, "Yeah, I got no brakes." But like I knew oh. I had to finish the lap, and you know Manchester, how the finish line is just yeah. instant. And I remember coming across the line, <laughs> just unclip both feet and just yelling, "No brakes!" and just <laughs> like dropping both feet to the ground, skidding as hard yeah. as I possibly could, and just plowing into the the airbags after. And it's first round, I'm just, no brakes. <laughs> It's the whole second half of the lap, all you're thinking of is, holy fuck, I have no brakes. Instantly. I knew the whole time, too. And it's like, instant get to the line, throw, sit down, like, blow the feet off as fast as possible, and just try to slow down. Dude, that Manchester finish line was sketchy at the best of times with brakes. Right? It comes up quick on you. I remember one year there, my time trial, I threw at the line, looked up. The fence was no <laughs> joke, like 10 feet from me. I just laid my bike down. <laughs> just, just laid it down sideways completely. <laughs> And then I just ate shit at the finish line, look up, and the track official's like, well, that's one way how to do it. <laughs> they don't give you any room there. It's crazy. Dude, it's so sketchy. They really don't. Yeah. Oh, what a show. Um, Alfredo Campo. That was great. Yeah, good to catch up with Alfie. Um, he's had a couple of world champs get away from him when he was fast enough to win them. So I, I hope he wins a World Cup or World Champs. He's in that kind of graph territory where like everyone wants him to win one and he hasn't and he's been fast enough to and just for whatever reason hasn't. So I hope he does. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think it's going to come. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. You know, if he's somebody that can talk about it and understand, you know, and kind of have a laugh about it, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. hundred percent. Progate Europe winning starts the great gate. Alfredo Campo is one hell of a starter, especially on Progate Europe's. You got to get it. You got to get a pro gate year if you want to have a good gate like Alfie. He's going to win a World Cup this year on a pro gate Europe. It's a fact. So stamp it right now. It's not going to be on any of those other brands. It's going to be on a pro gate Europe. Yeah. So you might as well start practicing on one now. Yeah. All right, folks. Next week. Thanks for listening. See you in a week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening live on YouTube. And remember, snap on green, everybody. Snap on green. Well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? Get off my back, guys. <laughs> you have to be fast in the truck. I hate that guy. <laughs>